Log in your cassette player. It's time for Rec Play, the real creator talk show. Hello everyone, welcome to Rec Play, the real creator talk show. My name is Patrick and I will be hosting this session. Today we're going to be talking about how do we adapt to this new way of creating content as things have drastically changed. And I think we spoke about this many times here when we were doing lives and so on. But today we're going to be helping people who are mainly, mainly asking a lot of questions about content, about when to post content, where to post content, all the regular questions that people had. But now that uh, people's schedules change, they still they came back with these questions and they want to know when is a great time. But yeah, so to answer that, we're going to be having uh, our guest. Uh, his name is Michael Q. He is like the king when it comes to content, specifically even more understanding the algorithm. He does a lot of videos about understanding what's the things behind algorithms. Uh, he's very good on TikTok. But yeah, so he's he's kind of like a guru, a social media guru in a way. And uh, he has the answers uh, to a lot of the questions. And some of the questions, neither him and I have the, have the answers, but what we will do, be doing is like having a discussion, having an exchange, as that's how rec plays work. And everyone that's watching our lives can jump in and also ask their questions and be part of the conversation and give their point of view on, on the various topics we're gonna be tackling. And uh, the whole goal is to learn from each other as a group, and that's how this works. So. Without further ado, I'm going to have um, Michael joining us. How's it going? <laughs> hey, how are you? Good, good. Uh, I don't know why it wasn't working before, but... Okay. I mean, we're, we're all, I think we're all getting used to technical difficulties these days, but we're, yeah. if we're here. If it's out, I'll just move towards the router just a little bit closer. Yeah. yeah. So what's up, bro? <laughs> doing, doing what we're doing. <laughs> and, so today, like I said, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, you know, creating content basically, but like more specifically, like adapting to this new climate that we're in, right? Self-isolation, a lot of things have changed. Not everyone has access to uh, the same resources and the same tools they had. So a lot of people are having questions and most of the questions are what we used to have before all this. But before we start all that, why don't you introduce yourself? I, I think you're like I think it's the first time you are live with us. So, yeah, like, actually, no, uh, I, I give you I give you a little, I give people a little blurb of who you are. But I think I think it'll be best if you introduce yourself and people can put that into perspective. Yeah. So actually, it's funny because Hugo, I think like a few days ago, I did my first live ever. So this is my <laughs> second IG live ever. <laughs> Usually I just do podcasts or film it on a Zoom with somebody as a guest, and then we just upload it later on. But this is my my second live ever. Uh, no, I mean, uh, I started on social media like six, seven years ago um, on Instagram. I saw my friend Bao. He's a magician. Yes. And, uh, he was on social media, putting out a, a lot of a lot of content, getting a bunch of gigs from it. And I was always interested in like the whole idea of like the internet and like being able to reach you know, all kinds of people instantly. So I really wanted to like develop the skills necessary or, and the tools necessary to be able to like connect with all those people and hopefully maybe create some sort of uh, network and some business out of it. So I started on IG with the fitness, uh, fitness account where I was posting like uh, long form captions. At the time, people were saying IG is just strictly for uh, visual uh, photography, videography, art, nobody's going to read the captions, long form captions. I'm like, okay, that's cool. 
so actually, my first my first thought was that I was gonna make a first uh, Instagram profile where I just posted visual stuff and then drive all the traffic to a blog. Then I'm like, why would I? Why, why would people waste their time? And why would I be uh, inefficient by doing this two step process to try to drive traffic to a website? So I just wrote all the articles directly on uh, on IG. Grew that page twenty five k. I saw there was other uh, fitness pages like uh, transformation and meme pages that were a lot bigger with a lot more engagement, higher growth. So I started a transformation page, grew it to 300K. 300K page got deleted two years later because of violation of guidelines. Till this day, still have no idea what guidelines were violated. Uh, I also have an 80K fitness page on IG, a 200K Facebook page, and um, did a lot of consulting for consulting and coaching for Instagram, social media, and e-com in general. Uh, I wrote I wrote one book to pick up some emails because uh, I wanted to make a fitness uh, some sort of business out of the fitness stuff. Wrote a sixty page ebook, grew an email list ten k ten k subscribers. Um, then I wrote a second ebook on Instagram growth, sold it on Amazon, and now I'm on TikTok, all out of salts, and I'm at three hundred k. So. That's kind of like the the, the quick journey. <laughs> yeah, you, in some sorts, you, you kind of crack many codes, including the algorithm, as, as you continuously pump content about like what's happening, you know, behind the, the mechanics uh, of content and so on. Let's jump into the basics first, okay? Like, before all this, people always had the questions for many, many years, especially those who are starting out. When to post, how to post, where, you know, where to post, all these questions. And for many, many years, people have been giving tips in what, when is the best time to post, where to post, and so on. Now, what do you think about today? Has that changed because our behaviors have changed? Uh, well, first of all, I think that, that like, the first question of like when to post, how to post, whatever, is really dependent natively on the platform that you're, you're, uh, you're focusing on. So, on, uh, for example, on, TikTok, on, uh, on IG, you can geo-target people based on like uh, location tags and like uh, if you're actually targeting a certain, dem a certain demographic or area, if you're a small business that's targeting people from Montreal, then you're going to post in the afternoon or whatever. But if you're, some, if you're a page that doesn't really care about geo-targeting, then it doesn't matter at all. For TikTok, really doesn't matter at all when you post. Like, I, I see a lot of people, they see like, okay, time of day, the most activity happening on my page. Uh, but that's like just a reflection of like when people have been active based on maybe like the for you your, your traffic that you got from the for you page or whatever but uh again tiktok is super algorithmic driven so it really really does not matter when you post because it's all artificial pushes so like even if you post at 3 a.m they're still going to artificially push the 500 people thousand people 1500 people and so forth <laughs> um have things have things changed in the during the quarantine i mean everybody that predicated their content creation on um going outside they're a little bit crippled because of plenty of uh, uh plenty of uh restrictions and laws right. of like so social social distancing or whatever and the lockdown mm -hmm. uh you just need to switch you, get, you just have to switch the content becoming more uh something that's more inside and maybe switching to more educational stuff too educational stuff like for, for example like me i'm doing all my content in my kitchen you know, mm, okay. like whether it's whether it's quarantine or whether it's like uh, regular regular time uh, regular time in the year where there's no quarantine, then I'm I'm still doing it here. You just have to find a way to like do it inside. Um, but yeah, so I mean, things have definitely changed a lot. I would recommend uh, people tripling down while uh, while everybody's kind of like taking it easy, getting lazy, negative momentum on energy. Um, 
also considering that a lot of people are inside chilling on their phones 24 7 and on their on their laptops 24 7 the creator really has to take advantage of this like precious time to just put himself out there so you're saying due to the behavior change of people not of people are at home they're more on their phones um they're gonna be they're gonna be consuming more now of course many of the content are on demand so whether you post it today or tomorrow it's it's still got to be there but what what if like like for example we're doing a live today uh and a lot of people are, like are in the moment like that so like is there a specific time to do a live you find or or again it's, it depends when you think your audience is on and just do it then uh, I mean, specifically for a live, let's say, I don't think it matters that much. It depends. I mean, in my case, if I if most of my followers are in Montreal, then, you know, it'd be obviously better if you do it after hours of people, because people still work. Like, there's not, a lot of people, there's not a, lot of, a lot of people going to work in a physical place, but they're still working at home stuff. If you can do the live after work or after work hours or business hours, then it's obviously better. Mm -hmm. But, uh, well, yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, that, that kind of explains why we have a spike in the evenings. I, I mean, I didn't want to take the evening portion just because of that, because there's a lot of lives happening. So it kind of feels competitive sometimes to having so many people being live. It's almost like a TV channel where you're like swiping. It's like, it's like changing the channel and going to the next, yeah, exactly. next yeah, show. I, I also noticed like there's a lot more lives happening right now than like yeah. pre-quarantine, let's say. Way more lives. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But also like for a creator, like really want to capitalize while everybody's kind of bored. Because when people are bored and they have nothing to do and they're just throwing their time in the trash, let's say, they consume every piece of content or everything in front of them to try to like cope with that boredom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So like, well, kind of like TikTok. I mean, I mean, I mean, how, what like the number of people are doing TikTok today? Who in a couple of weeks, a couple couple of weeks ago, they will be like, no, "There's no way I'm getting on that platform," and now they're all like, everyone's doing on that. They're doing challenges. They're dancing. They're having fun. They're they're creating something there that that they never thought they would ever do that because they, they never ha wanted to learn before because they said they don't have the time, right? Someone who was working continuously did not have the time or patience to sit down and learn. And today we see a spike in that. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's why it's like, that's why I tell, because I'm, I'm in a lot of groups with like other creators and stuff and like we talk about it. It's like, yes, there's also a lot more people that, there's a lot more people that are chilling on their phones every day, consuming content, looking for other stuff to entertain themselves. There's also a spike in creators because they have way more, way more time. So they're like, you have like people that disrespect TikTok before. Now they have like the extra time and they see, they see TikTok as like a dominant force. It's like really getting into like a dominant force. So they're jumping from not, not being on TikTok to being on TikTok. And the ones that are, are on TikTok that weren't taking it as seriously are now taking it even more seriously. Yeah. So the chances of you going viral now is a little bit harder. It just means that you really, 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 really have to go all out, all out on the quality of your content. Like you really have to be good now. And, and I mean, these, <laughs> these, are just, these are the these are the same rules we had before about being original, being different. But at the same time, um, of, of course, there's there's the whole thing of understanding the algorithm. I know TikTok has its own way of calculating things. Instagram has has its own ways as as well. Um, but yeah, so the, have the have you seen now that there's an influx of people? Have you seen it, the algorithms? adapt and change because of that to 500 people and there's, gonna be, there's gonna be an evaluation period where they look at certain metrics uh based on how the audience responds to your piece of content that threshold now to go like to be able to be pushed to the to the next wave is a lot higher so let's say like just out of a point system let's say it's zero to 100 points and you happen to acquire in that 500 in that first 500 view uh wave you happen to acquire 60 
that was the threshold that you needed to get to 50 to, the, to get to the next wave to a thousand people yeah now with the extra competition of all the creators on the on the platform that that threshold might be at 70. so you really have to like quadruple down on like really really creating good content to like be able to reach that threshold to be able to be pushed to more people mm -hmm. and I, I, as a side, yeah as, as a side note to all of this um because you know we, we in the community we've been talking a lot about uh people who want to push content and those who just need a time off and so on now um we don't want to add we don't want to add any extra stress to people who are you know doing self-care and so on but being off social media like i was like i was off social media for for a couple of weeks now before you know coming back on it um do you do you feel that the algorithm will now put me in disadvantage because i took some time off uh the, the algorithm again the algorithm if the account specifically is engaging in productive behavior and they see that there are that that person or that account is like a, a beneficial member of the, the community then they're going to raise your authority rank a lot higher so your, your potential maximum organic reach is going to be higher if they see that you are engaging in negative behavior so for example if you're engaged in negative behavior if you're engaging in uh getting if you get reported too often if you violate the guidelines if you're not posting if you delete your videos even if you private your videos a little bit less than deleting, if you get low performing videos, if you take time off for like four or five weeks, it's all these things are going to contribute into a lower, uh, a lower or, uh, authority rank. Mm -hmm. So okay. it might hurt you a little bit, but it's, I mean, again, there's plenty of reasons why you should take, you, you could take a, a time off from social media, but just as long as you come back and you start like being reproductive again, you could just raise that authority rank a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you might see a small, like uh, a small lowering of organic reach in the first, like, let's say five, five days to, se to seven days, but that should come back as long as you're becoming more productive again. Mm -hmm. Now you talked about um, like creating informational content, like, like educational content and so on. People, I, um, you know, like, do you think people are like creators who are maybe like, they don't, they don't have necessarily the knowledge into this, for example, but they would try to cope with the situation and help others by uh, giving tips and stuff, let's say, what, for what's happening right now. Like, is that something that people should do or, or should yeah, stay I mean, away first, from? First of all, on social media, like, specifically for me, I like putting out educational stuff with the spin mm -hmm. of entertainment. Yeah. Like, some people just like putting entertainment, and that's perfectly fine. That's a value okay. in itself. I, I think, mm -hmm. like, we, we kind of, like, we, we kind of, like, look at the fact that, like, value is only fr derived from educational value and tips ed uh, education and tips but like me entertaining you or me making you laugh that is a value in itself when it, when i go watch a movie and i'm entertained that's a value so uh so like if you're if you want to go down the entertainment strictly entertainment route there's absolutely no problem with it but you just need to you know consistently upgrade your content um mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i don't know yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's there has been also like an influx in healthcare professionals starting to give information out and, and doing some prevention and whatnot, which 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 is is great because we never had them before. We never they, yep. they were not the people who are listening to it. now. They're the people who are in for, not only front lines physically, but front lines I would say on social media as well. That's why I laugh because when when I hear comments when a, a social media a platform just like comes out of the blue out of nowhere. 
and people were like kind of judging it for based based on like the headlines they've read like oh yeah it's a bunch of like cringe videos or dance videos it's like that's how it is maybe at the beginning but fundamentally the platform is just a distribution channel for content you can choose what kind of content you want to put out who gives a shit if other people are putting cringe videos and dance videos you could put out educational videos but interestingly enough uh actually so the nice thing for us people in the west is we can study the creators that live in china because in china they have like their own version of tiktok called duyin okay and uh human human uh human nature and behavior is very similar across cultures like even if the culture is a little bit different the human behavior is first and fundamentally at the fundamental level so if we so on, so on on the chinese tiktok we see that first start out with entertainment stuff now we're seeing a huge surge a huge surge in educational content that shit's going to happen on tiktok guaranteed for sure too and we're already seeing it like we have health, again like you said healthcare professionals we have people putting out a bunch of educational stuff for music produce uh, music produce, uh, producing singing business fitness whatever yeah yeah so, no definitely there has been there has been an influx for example not only health but also like fitness content we've been seeing a lot of people um you know giving people fitness meditation art it, yep. it, it, it's 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 interesting like you have like you, we we are getting this like 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 boost of people who are not usually creating content who are creating content now again like on an educational format or something that to bring value to helping people in, with their isolation to keeping them busy keeping them active and uh yeah this is this, these are the same people who were not doing anything prior to this like before yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, well i mean that's the thing it's like the the, the physical realm like the physical realms getting literally slapped uh, slammed by government policy and not letting them operate so everybody has to they're almost forced to transition to online because that's the only avenue that's like kind of open right now so you're yeah. seeing a bunch like you said a bunch of stuff going online all the businesses going online e-commerce exploding like we yeah. we talked actually I talked about I talked about it with my friends like we we see retail apocalypse happening like physical retail apocalypse happening for the last decade with this coronavirus thing and this shit's not going away until there's a real vaccine coming out unless you wait until people get immune and die out or whatever like every other pandemic um that means 6 months to 12 months of physical retail bleeding out money it's it's going to be absolutely but this is something we were already talking about not not we as in our community but i mean going to e-commerce and so on and seeing what humans can come up with uh to replacing malls this this has been like ongoing conversation but i think i think now this kind of forced a lot of businesses to go uh, online to survive it's not really obsolete absolutely yeah yeah for sure I yeah. mean, all the small businesses and little like uh, restaurants and like physical retails you see in like downtown or whatever mm-hmm. you're going to get destroyed after this one and like the government could save them only so much like with like uh, taxpayer dollars by throwing a little bit of cash at them but like overall it's getting slammed and like all of that all of that uh, all of that attention is now being diverted to online stuff Yeah, yeah. Let, let let's take this whole concept of retail and let's transfer it to entertainment because the entertainment business thinking is happening right now where all my favorite TV shows I can't watch them anymore they all got paused or canceled because they cannot continue production anymore. They can't bring the people together, the actors together, they can't be producing the the the, the episode that they were supposed to do to end the season just be, just because of safety, you know, they they can't do that anymore. So um and yep. this also like raises the question of Uh, because people a lot of creators were worried about their income stream 
because whether um, governmental systems were not being applicable or ad revenues have, you know, have shift, have changed. There's a lot of things that, that's been going on. But w one of the avenues uh, I wanted to explore with the creators, and I was telling them, like, this is to come, and they were like, is that, are you sure that this was happening? I'm like, well, look at the entertainment industry. Like, a lot of our regular shows, our TV shows, our movies are, are being, you know, they're, they're on hold. They're not being produced. So yeah. there's only an amount of time that we're going to, we're going to, we're going to see everything from Netflix. I don't know how long this pandemic yeah. is going to go, but I mean, we're going to see everything from Netflix. They're not going to be producing new content. Netflix, you know, like, unless they put yeah, their reruns, I mean, yeah. I mean, they're, you know, that's it. So yeah, <laughs> let's, 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 talk, let's talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about like, like create creators who uh, felt that, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't, become the center of entertainment become you know where even they, where, how money could be attached versus like what what it was before yeah yeah i mean well it's like you said like first of all i mean like uh anything that's like for example like theaters i freaking love theaters i love going to the movie and like sitting there getting the whole experience but like this is why we la this is why this is why i think people view things too in two absolutist terms like it's like the theater even if 30 percent of their market share has been taken controlled by like let's say online stream uh, streaming companies or whatever like or like video streaming companies like netflix disney plus whatever like 30 percent for a company that has a huge operational cost is a shit ton mm -hmm. it eats away at their margins like there's no tomorrow so there's already like they're already getting slammed by that um but for the creators that need to make uh, extra money now it's like this is like a, a wake-up call or a basically forcing them to like find a way to like build something online build an audience online build some sort of uh some sort of monetization pathway online and there's plenty of ways to do it yes there's plenty of ways to do it i mean um you just it requires a skill like this is why i talk about when i talk about ig like 99 percent of people don't build an audience of the 99 percent of the the one percent or the 0.1 percent that build an audience 99 percent of those don't know how to make money so it's like a very small percentage. Like this is a real yeah. skill. This is a real, real skill. Yeah. I think everybody that's uh, putting stuff online or trying to become an influencer need really, really, really needs to think about that a lot more carefully. Like the whole idea of like just becoming an influencer and like depending on, on sponsorship deals, that's already a, a pretty big risk. Like you need to find a way to like create more income streams. So mm -hmm. you can create multiple income streams uh, in different ways. You can do the easiest ways. The easiest ways to make money online is always you have an audience, and then you have some sort of like sponsorship deals or uh, affiliate marketing. You just like promote somebody else's product and gain a commission. But since those are pretty easy to do, the and the barrier to entry is low, the amount of money that you're going to make is a little bit harder because the competition is just so high. Yeah. Um, the the best way anybody or even built-in monetization pathways like on IG direct on uh, on YouTube directly like with the built-in monetization videos yeah uh, TikTok built-in monetization through gifts uh, 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 Twitch but the real way you always make money is always creating some sort of business some sort of funnel some sort of like brand and then uh, multiple products in your pipeline retarget email lists follow up referrals all that mm -hmm. stuff digital mm -hmm. products like digital products are great now because everybody's kind of first of all online when you sell something online we already begin with a lower lower level of trust because we haven't seen you we don't know you we we, we, we don't trust you so uh so like um 
if if now you if now you decide to sell me something you really 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 need to build like that trust with me um but for digital products the nice thing is like now there's no there's no it, it doesn't require you to have some sort of like physical contact with me and what's happening now with like the quarantine and everything is like the trust level is probably even lower but not trust of the company trust of like the products and where they've been and stuff so if you do digital yeah. products you're even more at an advantage now because the person really has not, no stigma at all. They're like, yeah, it's just a PDF you sent me or a course you sent me or ebook you sent me. So I think all those guys are gonna get a huge, uh, huge boost. Yeah, yeah, I, I mean, there, there are 20, like in the past when we gave class about like workshops about this, like we, we identified 28 ways of making money as a content creator online. And although influencer marketing is one of the ways and it's one of the ways where you can control a lot about the amounts and stuff because you're able to like make pitches and you know do the whole business plan. Uh, another avenue that's not always like very uh, explored, especially specifically here in, in Canada, uh, even more in Quebec, I would say, uh, it's the route of like the crowd, not crowdfunding, but crowdfunding, but on a continuous basis, like like, like Patreon style, where people yeah. have like, or YouTube has it now, Twitch has it, where you subscribe to a certain person and then you're you're consuming their content. And then you have like bonus content and so on that comes out because you are subscribed to that person. You're, you're encouraging them to uh, you know and it's, and it's not even big amounts like sometimes you know some some channels i've seen they accept a dollar a month but multiply yeah, yeah, that yeah. by the number of people who are donating that's that's like their whole income i've seen i've seen creators like make a whole living just via like the, the crowd themselves i follow a lot of people in like the intellectual realm like that's they talk about like philosophical principles epistemology uh all kinds of stuff like in that realm like uh, politics econ whatever and one way that they make money again this is one way they make money is that they just charge people uh if you want to ask them a question in a live in a live call or on youtube then you have to pay like let's say like five bucks and you get priority to answering your question because they get overwhelmed with questions but you know right. an audience you have a comment or question from sarah uh what is the one online thing to focus on in terms of online business would you like to answer that uh the one thing to focus on right now the biggest key i think is to gain to just triple down on trying to get more attention, more attention on you. And then, um, I mean, it depends, again, the question depends on what your, what your current position or what your current finances are. If you're really struggling with money, then yeah, you can start to push a little bit more salesy, but just keep in mind that every time you push a product or you push some sort of sale, then it comes at the expense of your brand identity or your brand, brand equity, sorry. So if, if I, that's why like, that's why like people don't like you when you sell, you sell too much stuff or promote too much stuff on your page. So I would focus on, again, building up all the attention that he is and then finding a way to like, just sitting down and like taking some time to like figure out like what exactly you want to sell to make money and uh, something that that's in line with something that you like a lot and something that you're ready to push or ready to sell, sale, uh, sell without being, make it too awkward or whatever. Mm -hmm. I will, I will also add at that point that, you know, specifically like us who are all like individuals, you know, like we're not, we're not big multi, you know, company, like corporations and so on. Uh, it's also a good time to also try to connect with a lot of people. Uh, not again, not with the premise of selling something, but just like being present. We, we, in our past sessions, we talked about presence and then that's something, something you know, as you talk about, you know, brands as a personal brand, you know, being present and being there for people showing you know sympathy and compassion during these times could go a much more longer way than um a, you know a lot of times people who are 
keep on pushing, pushing sales and stuff when the end consumer doesn't always have the capital at this very moment. You know, after, That's after, it, yeah, exactly. yeah, after that, you know, uh, money, money gets sent by, you know, the federal, after money gets, you know, pe people restabilize their online business, let's say, people will, will start gaining capital and then, you know, any service that we're offering will be, you know, ready to go forward. But it's, it's for sure hard because, like, I mean, again, we cannot even forget, like we, we talked about entertainment right before this, um, people are still paying for entertainment. You know, they're still subscribed to Netflix, Spotify, and so on. They haven't canceled those things, but they're still spending money on that. Uh, but I, I can say, yeah, I mean, this is, this is, I don't want to cut you off, but the, subscri the subscription thing, you have to really, really keep in mind. Like, yeah, first of all, are people going to, because the most difficult part of the process of people connecting with you through payments is that first step. Yeah. Like that first credit card transaction, whether it's $1 or $10, that's the most critical part. Once they've done at least one deal with you through a credit card or payments and they see everything worked fluidly, then they can move on to the next thing. But like for you to have enough revenue from a subscription-based thing, you really, really, really need to have built strong relationships with your followers by providing massive amounts of value. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, it's something that it takes time to build a community prior to being, to being where you are today. Yeah, Absolutely. Definitely. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you even if you, for example, if, let's say you have like ten thousand followers right now, and you're you're testing out affiliate marketing for certain products, especially if you're an influencer that is primarily focused on being the visual entity. I call it the visual entity, like uh, you know, like fitness models or p fitness models that are just focusing on modeling, or like models in fashion just focusing on fashion. They're visual entities. We like them because they look good, but there's no trust or relationship that's built between me, the audience, and them. So, mm -hmm. when they, so when they drive traffic to a website because they want to sell something, the conversion rate is pathetically low. Those guys, the people that are in the visual entity space, they need to find a way to, to kind of like, just like rise out of that, rise out of that, uh, that hole. Um, so being able to speak on camera, massive value massive massive plus for you um so yeah just you know that's like my that's what i'm thinking right now mm -hmm. so to kind of to kind of recap this point before we go to the last point is that okay if, if you are basically an influencer if you're if you're doing influencer marketing or affiliate marketing uh i guess wait wait for the markets to to regain their finances to be able to invest invest, invest in what, what you're offering right uh, i would I, I wouldn't necessarily wait like you could pay, you can make a shit ton of money in a down market, you just need to find the avenues or the vehicles where people are really ready to pay a lot of cash for that specific uh, demand or need or problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, but one thing for sure is whether it's right now or whether it's like during an, uh, a bull market, uh, the attention is always going to be there. So that's why I'm saying like primarily focus on getting that attention because it's still going to be there later on or right now. Um, mm -hmm. And then finding a way to like, finding a way to have some sort of digital product in your niche that you believe in to push yourself. But again, it always comes back to like just being patient. If you're trying to sell too hard, too fast, you lose the game. Right. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, I, you touched on this. Actually, you just said something about our, and it's, it's, it's in relation of the last point. It's kind of like talking about the, the prediction of what's future looking like for content creators and influencers. Like, it, like, and this is like an open discussion. I mean, not, not, nothing we're going to say is right or wrong. So we're just, we're just doing predictions and kind of like what if scenarios kind of thing. And again, everyone who's watching right now, 
Uh, please, you are welcome to to join in the conversation and and place your your predictions. I mean, I'm I'm very curious. I'm I'm, I'm my my scientific mind has really like lightened up these past couple of days and saying I'm very intrigued in seeing what's happening. You know, I want to see what where, where everything is going because like I think at the beginning and you mentioned this at the beginning of the live and this is how a lot of people are feeling where um where, because they were asking you questions. It's like oh no, there, there's no point in doing any of these things because. You know, life is changing. You know, life is completely changing, and we don't like people are in uncertainty. So, um, there's no and, point. You also, you also touched upon the points of like we're all we're going to go back to what it was, and we're going to be able to continue doing. So, so what do you think about all this? Let, let's let, let's have this open discussion. Like, so content creation, cool. social media, is is it staying? Is it disappearing? What's what's really going to happen after this? What do you think? Honestly, the question that he said that you shouldn't be focusing on any of those. So we're going to focus on chilling at home on Netflix. I mean, if you take a look at the Dow Jones Industrial Average or the S&P 500, no matter what economic recession happens or or any sort of any sort of down market, it always comes back. So the idea of like we're never going to be the same place again, fucking bullshit. They're going to find a vaccine. There's going to be able to have immune, immunity to the thing after after a one year or two years, to three years. We're back. We're back to uh, getting into an up market again. Historically against that entire statement like S&P 500 went through depression in the, in the 70s 80s they had another recession 2008 recession 2000 recession so the idea of like it's not going anywhere or you shouldn't focus on like being productive I, I, I can't I can't see how it's like a smart statement to make anyways um, the idea of uh, social media I don't think it's going anywhere like the whole social media I don't think it's going anywhere anytime soon like that it's just we're too deep in now. We're too interconnected. It's like part of like human nature to just be like connected with, and even more now than ever. Like, imagine if we didn't have social media right now and we're all stuck at home doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It'd be, it'd be the worst. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So like more now than ever, social media platforms are fulfilling a need. They're fulfilling the boredom need. They're fulfilling the. Uh, uh, being socially distant kind of need to like just be more connected um, for content creators I think um, it's definitely going to be continue to rise e-commerce is going to continue to rise e-commerce is just too strong the scalability is too strong to be able to reach anybody at any time too strong um, but what's going to happen with content creators is also the fact that and we've already seen it like the fact that a content creator is like becoming more of more of a career path you're gonna get a lot more people trying to jump into that into that like uh, area, and the competition's just gonna rise exponentially. So all the ones that are like currently right now thinking they're comfortable, they better up their game massively. Like you're never safe until you build like a network, and you're always recreating and changing it up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's my, that my intuition for social. Um, the ones that understand social the best from a strategic and uh, unemotional standpoint will win the game. The ones that hold on to their egos will lose the game. This is guaranteed. Right, right. Yeah, Sarah has a, a question or a point here. The imaginations of creativity that's going to boom out of this because people need to find something to hang on to. You know, they're, they're sitting at home, but they're being creative. They're, they're creating new content, which, by the way, comes to your, also to your point, like how some of these people are going to be like, hey, I love, I love doing this. I might just stick around and, and not go to my nine to five anymore. And I want to do this more and more. Thank you again for being part of this, giving us your input into what's happening today and helping creators 
kind of navigating and also not giving up. I know, you know, like a lot of people are into self-care more. And if that's what you need to do, go for it. That's number one. And but whenever you feel ready to come back and do something, whenever you're ready at your own time, uh, I hope that these, these are the tips that people are going to be able to use to, to keep going and, and whatever your whatever your ambition but just keep in mind be realistic like whatever your ambition is let's say your ambition is to have enough money to be able to, sur to survive as long as you're not defaulting into like your your most like uh kind of like a lazy phase and like justifying it with like i need self-help and whatever as as long as you're like keeping in mind that like your ambition's 40k you need to put out this amount of work that's something you need to keep in mind too but again it's always contextual to the person's desires and needs so yeah exactly if you need to take some time off, go for it. Yeah. yeah so, well, thank you so much again, Michael, for your amazing tips. Thank you so yeah, much yeah. again. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll connect all together soon. Perfect, bro. Did you enjoy this episode? Join us for weekly conversations, share your stories and tips with us, and meet amazing people. Most of our podcasts are recorded with a live, engaging audience. For more information, visit www.creatorhq.org.